Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first edition of Mission Control, a, pro, a, a podcast for and about nonprofit organizations and their leadership and and development and what they do. I'm your host, Paul Schmidt, and I'm here with my co-host, Cindy Kangas, who is a longtime resident of nonprofit organizations. Cindy, why don't you want, you want to give a little bit of background on who you are? Yeah. Yeah, as Paul said, I'm Cindy Kangas. I'm a longtime nonprofit employee and advocate, just looking to help others share their stories of service. I sit on several boards locally. And on the flip side of that, I've also helped large organizations as an independent contractor set up their charitable giving. So I've seen fundraising from both sides of the coin, and I'm just really excited to be a part of it. That's great. Like I said, this is our first our first foray, and uh, hopefully that this becomes a semi-weekly podcast, and we're bringing all these folks to you. And uh, the theme that we want to revolve around, because it's a special holiday at this point in time, is Giving Tuesday, which happens this year, uh, which happens every year, the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving. This year, it's on December 1st. And right. so- Giving Tuesday has been a special in my my organization. I, I do a I'm a video storytelling uh, guru. I have a video storytelling company, and we do a giveaway each year for Giving Tuesday, in which we uh, you know uh, work with nonprofits to do a, a free video for them each year. They get they get voted on. So Giving Tuesday has been something that's been a part of our culture for a while. Um, what about in your world, Cindy? Giving Tuesday. How how has yeah. that been something that you've looked at? You've you've incorporated. What what have you done? And I mean, I know that's a fairly new. I mean, it's less than ten years old. It's been around yeah. a while. Well, let's stand yeah. back big picture and just talk about what Giving Tuesday is. Sure. You know, in a little broader sense, it's a it's a global day of giving, and we all know that there's Black Friday and Shop Local Saturday and Cyber Monday. And Giving Tuesday is really meant to be the day when we focus on charitable giving. And it's a, it's a day that a lot of nonprofits kick off their holiday campaigns and their end of year campaigns. And so it can be a terribly important day. And when you think about it as a nonprofit, you know, you think about what people are doing on Thanksgiving and throughout Thanksgiving, a lot of times, you know, they're home with their families, they're checking Facebook, you know, and so if they're post, if you're posting things about your nonprofit over that weekend and you're telling them, like you're saying, you're giving them mission moments, you're telling them your story, and then you hit Giving Tuesday and you're asking them to, um, you know, potentially volunteer or give a monetary donation, you know, it's there. And, and a lot of people are really glomming onto the idea. It's been amazing. And, and I've seen a lot of really creative ways that people use it to their advantage. Like you said, um, storytelling is huge. So making videos about the people that you serve and, and coming up sometimes with, um, you know, matches. A lot of times people really like to give to a donation if they know that their dollars are going to be matched by another donation. So there are really creative ways that I've seen people use it to their advantage. That's great. And as Cindy said, we were, I mean, this is, this is something creative, creativity. This is what we're going, this is the name of the game in 
we're really excited to bring our guests uh, to talk a little bit about that. We are going to break this up into two more segments. We're going to bring in Kim Renwick of the Shiawassee Community Foundation to talk a little bit about the, um, what she does and also just to talk a little bit, have a background of what the Community Foundation does. And then later on, we got two more guests um, from the Shiawassee United Way and Raise Up Shiawassee. This is a Shiawassee-based program today, but they're doing some, like you mentioned, some creative things with uh, Giving Tuesday. So it's going to be excited to talk to them. So um, stay tuned after this, and we're going to be talking to Kim Renwick next. All right, welcome back. We're here with Kim Renwick of the Shiawassee Community Foundation. And Kim, why don't you just tell tell everybody who you are, what the Shiawassee Community Foundation does. Well, I'm Kim Renwick. I'm the executive director of the Shiawassee Community Foundation. Uh, the Shiawassee Community Foundation uh, has been around for, gosh, 45 years. And what we do is grant making and scholarships back to support the community and assist the community with their growth and development. Um, we became a part of Raise Up Shiawassee two years ago um, when I kind of started with the foundation. And I met with Tom Cook from the Cook Family Foundation and said, Kim, you know, we really like you to be a part of this. We've been doing this for a couple of years with nonprofits. And after going over it, I, I was hooked. I just um, raise up Shiawassee is what we need to do. We found we're stronger uh, as we come together and work together to improve our community as nonprofits. Um, we stand united. Uh, this is our fourth year this year for the Raise Up Shiawassee. Um, and we just keep growing every year. This year we have 25 nonprofits participating. Um, and it's really a, a county collaborative um, where we're working with businesses. In the past, we've done uh, an event which we unfortunately cannot do this year. So we're working outside the box. Um, in the past, we've done Find Your Giving Soulmate, which was really a cool event. We invited the public and all of the nonprofits set up their own uh, booth stations and they'd have like little signups and giveaways. Some of them had games, things to, for people to do and find out about the nonprofit and what they do in the community. And then it was kind of like a speed dating you could go around and find your nonprofit that you felt, you know, a, a commitment to or were attracted to, um, you know, the services that they do. And then you could volunteer or donate to that nonprofit. So you understood exactly what they do. Um, for this year, since we can't do that, we're trying to step a little bit outside the box. Uh, we've done some videos and we've updated those. Thanks to you, Paul, with your assistance. Um, we've done um, posters. We have all of these posters that are going up in the community and uh, they're giving them to businesses and places to put around. We have a beautiful four page brochure with uh, Justin Horvath of the SCDP's 
commitment on the back, encouraging businesses. Um, and we have the chamber um, partnering with us as well with uh, sending out emails and the newsletter. Um, this year is my first year spearheading the efforts. Yvette Collard from the Cook Family Foundation has been in the initial Raise Up Shiawassee program since its beginning, and, and she'll be on shortly to talk a little bit about that. But also, Emily last year joined also with United Way, and United Way has been a great partner in that they have helped set up the donation and volunteer page through their United Way site. So um, donors can go in directly to that site and look at all the nonprofits that are participating. They can donate um, with one button and have it divided amongst all the nonprofits, or they can pick which one they want to specifically donate to. Um, in the past, also, each uh, nonprofit has had a goal or a project that they were working on. This year, we decided because of COVID, every one of the nonprofits are basically struggling to survive and continue their services. So our goal is to raise $100,000 and obtain 100 hours of volunteer time for the not participating nonprofits. This is to help them continue their work in the community. It will go toward their operating budget. It will be used for the necessary expenses that they have to survive. Um, we think it's important. Uh, the Community Foundation, you know, its whole goal, goal is to have the nonprofits survive and continue their work in the communities. Um, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on. Do you have any questions? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's funny that you mentioned that. We wanted to learn a little bit more about you, but we're going to get into more of the, the Shiawassee, oh, okay. uh, Raise Up Shiawassee as well. So don't think that you got to carry the whole the whole thing here, Kim. And so, well, okay. I mean, this is all the, I mean, let's, let's go back a little bit. I mean, uh, this is your, your second full year in this position, you didn't, and you came out of uh, the, uh, I don't want to say corporate sector, but you, you had a banking background. Yes. So yes, finance banking. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that shift between um, banking and, and moving to where you are and running a nonprofit. How, how did that, um, how'd that go? It, it was a, a big change. Um, I, I was very excited. Um, I, I've always enjoyed giving back and uh, doing volunteering and being on boards. I've been on several boards um, and I still am on actually a couple boards and um, just giving back. And when this opportunity came and I had talked to Carol, the previous ED and some of the board members about it, I said, yeah, I, I'm totally and I'm very interested and um, speaking with the board. Their goal is to get the communication out there and speak to local businesses and people and help them understand what the community foundation does and what our purpose is in the community. Um, and you know, in, in doing it, we're a small community foundation. There's myself and we have two part-time employees. So I did find that um, it's there is a lot of time also spent on the finance part of it and the um, you know bookkeeping end and all of that. So we're trying to get that streamlined a little more. 
so that I have a little more time once COVID ends to get out and about and um, meet with some of the community leaders also so that we can look at some of the, the changes and some updates that need to happen and um, some granting opportunities. We're always looking for um, you know, donors that will do matching funds to put a challenge out there, um, to challenge others to donate. Um, we're also always looking for that donor that is interested in improving something in the community, whether it be, you know, a park, a the schools, something in the school system. Um, we have grants for, um, uh, unfortunately, people with ALS. We have grants for developmentally disabled individuals. Um, we have grants for parks and recreation. I mean, the sky's the limit. Whatever your interests are, you could set up funds and have a grant set up for, you know, your community. Hmm. Kim, can you talk a little bit about, um, for those of us that don't live in Shiawassee, the demographics there, um, who you serve and what you see as um, some of the really urgent needs of your county? Okay. Um, yeah, the, the demographic, I mean, I would say a majority, you know, 80% are uh, blue collar workers. Um, I would um, refer to Justin Horvath. He's, he's excellent in all the demographic information as far as the population and all of that. But I know right now um, in working with Justin and talking with him, you know, we're at a housing epidemic right now too. There's, there's not enough housing in the community. Um, as far as jobs, um, you know, the job market is, is slowing down also. I see a lot of um, small businesses, fast foods, things looking for help and they can't, you know, fill those positions. Um, as far as um, updates in our community, um, our Youth Advisory Council, which we call our, call our YAC students, they're a group of high school students in the county we have them from all over Morris, New Lothrop, Durand, uh, let's see, um, Perry, Owasso, Byron, that participate. And those students want to give back to the community as well. And they have some goals and objectives that they set. And we have some Kellogg funds that they're allowed to use and give their own grants out through. Um, they are working on a needs assessment right now with the health department for the youth in the community to give their suggestions of what they see as far as issues and problems in the community. And I know a couple of those questions are, are very serious um, regarding, you know, drugs. Um, is that a huge issue in, you know, or are we overlooking that? Um, regarding um, homelessness, I see that as a, a big issue we need to look and focus on, um, you know, um, diversity and, and equality. Um, that's another one that we've been discussing and our board is currently discussing and working on. I'm in Rotary also and we, we're working on some projects for that. Um, so these are areas I know many other communities are, you know, looking at and trying to get a better picture of what do we need to directly focus on and where could our efforts, you know, improve in some, for some of these areas. That's really good. Um, now we're going to try to segue. I know that we started with the Giving Tuesday and the Raise Up Shiawassee, um, but 
from your standpoint, coming in as uh, somebody who this was this probably this is your first executive director position in a nonprofit, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What what is you what has been your take with Giving Tuesday? I mean, what what did you know about it prior, and how how do you how do you feel about this 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 um, quote unquote holiday? I, I love it. Um, working when I worked in my previous job at a bank. Um, the past few years uh, before I left that position, we had a community cares day where we gave back one day and the employees all went and volunteered somewhere and we loved it. Everybody just thought it was the greatest thing. And I, I think it's similar um, with the Giving Tuesday. Um, all the nonprofits get together. It kind of feels like a holiday. Some of them try to set up special events for that day, or they'll do, I know the Safe Center just did a telethon for the first time for something cool. They're really trying to step outside the box this year and do things that are safe and but yet effective. Um, and I love that. I love seeing, working with all the nonprofits and seeing them be so creative and come up with great ideas and suggestions. Lisa from the Langsburg Clothesline is unbelievable. She's always on top of everything. She used to be a teacher. She's very organized. So she works with us all the time on getting the message out to Langsburg. Um, you know, even though we're, we're Shiawassee Community Foundation, we're located in Owasso. We want to make sure all the outskirting areas are included and feel like they have a part of this and their voice is heard and they do you know, matter for their region. So we really encourage, um, when I first started this year's initiative and talking to all the nonprofits, you know, I really encouraged them and told them, this is, your, this is your time. This is your fundraiser. It's your Giving Tuesday. It's not mine. I'm not going to tell you how to run it. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Each of you are running your whole programs we're here to collaborate and work together to make things easier with the advertising, with billboards, with you know flyers that we can put together, um, with all of that, so that we can amplify our voices together. And that that's the best thing. I just I love it. I love this job. <laughs> so all of the nonprofits that you're working with have missions and we all know mm -hmm. that COVID has has really affected that. So I'm wondering how you're coaching some of these nonprofits to kind of change the narrative so that they can still remain relevant as they're speaking to donors and what um, what they're expressing specifically as their needs to donors, um, you know, when it comes to their mission. So in this time, I think a lot of people think, okay, well, COVID's here. We want to make sure there's food. We want to make sure there's housing. But there are so many other relevant nonprofits out there that maybe just aren't doing that great of a job of sharing how their story is still relevant and how they're adjusting to COVID and how COVID is really, um, you know, changed the way they may provide their services. Can you share some of that? Yeah, I can tell you, even with our group, you know, it, it's changed so significantly. We were so used to getting together at least once a month 
uh, for a couple hours and we would discuss the Giving Tuesday program. We'd, you know, hand out flyers, we'd um, give them papers. Um, this year is so different in that everything's Zoom related. We have Zoom meetings. We, um, I email them information. We give them sites on Giving Tuesday, the national, um, you know, uh, site to um, access any information that can help them. Um, we try to direct them and help them with any questions that they have. I know as far as missions, most of them I, I see have directed to a, a support goal and also a, have sent the message out there that, you know, it, it, to actually their donors that they currently have, you know, you want to see us survive, please donate now because this is the most imperative time. I've already received, I think, three or four mailings uh, from some of the nonprofits, you know, also requesting that year-end ask early just because uh, they need the funds now. Um, we're also looking at, for something different for um, all of the kiosks in town. We're contacting all the businesses to put the Raise Up Shiawassee and our site out there uh, like the two week, week before and week after of our Giving Tuesday so that residents are aware and start asking, what are, you know, what are you talking about? What is this Raise Up Shiawassee? What do you guys do? Um, we put press releases in the paper. Um, I basically, you know, work with them and, and so does Emily and Yvette also just to answer any questions they have mm -hmm. or if they come across any stumbling blocks and need help with and ask or how to spell it out to their donors. You know, we're there for them. We've sent them all the materials that, you know, they could use, possibly use. Giving One thing about Giving Tuesday National is that they're wonderful with um providing everything. Um, Yvette's going to talk a little bit about a, a youth program too that they've just started this year, but um, Giving Tuesday National provides all the paperwork. They provide press release, you know, copies, samples. They provide um, anything and everything. And you can ask them also if you have any questions. And we go on online with them um, usually about every other week in meetings and nationally discuss what's going on and what people are doing to raise funds outside the box or what have they thought about. And it really gives us ideas, um, you know, when you've got that many groups and organizations working together, you get some great ideas. And you bounce ideas off each other. What about this? Did this work for you? You know, we were thinking about trying it. This year we have a billboard. We've never had a billboard before. But we got a great idea from national the national team from someone that did a billboard. They asked someone to donate their billboard space. Um, we're paying to have it switched out, the, the advertising on it. But other than that, the billboard's ours for a month. So it's going to be wonderful to have that and get that message out. I think that's great. And I think this is a good time since you brought up Yvette and Emily to bring them on. Okay. And let's let's continue this conversation uh, with the information that they have uh, for Raise Up Shiawassee and the you know Giving Tuesday and how that's really affected you guys in the community. Welcome, Yvette, Emily. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Mission Control. Yay! So 
I mean, um, I mean, Kim, Kim has been really uh, has really been laying it out. What's been going on here in, uh, or I shouldn't say here, but in Shiawassee with Raise Up Shiawassee. But Yvette, I hear that you're you're the resident historian of this of this movement, and so why don't you give us a little bit of background on what this what this is and how that integrates with giving Tuesday and how that works with the community. Okay. Uh, is that your nice way of saying I'm the oldest one? Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to, and that is not what I'm going to admit to you. All right. Because I might not be. Um, <laughs> or I might. Uh, well, I'm Yvette Collard with the Cook Family Foundation. And um, we have two arms of work at the foundation similar to Kim is uh, we work with, um, we have, we run a, uh, what we call the Shiawassee Nonprofit Capacity Building Program. And we work with uh, member nonprofits, which are currently, I think, at 23, um, in helping them strengthen their mission in whatever way that is. And we bring in third-party facilitators uh, for workshops and leadership coaching. Then the other arm of our work is with area students, um, not only Shiawassee County, but also um, two adjacent areas, uh, Obadelsee and Chesning. So 10 local school districts. Um, we start in eighth grade with the top 50 scorers and start prepping them for uh, college type issues. Uh, uh, and now we're, uh, talking about working with others on vocational as well. And then uh, we work with seniors and uh, anyone who does go to um, the University of Michigan gets a scholarship from uh, the Cook Family Foundation all the way up to a full scholarship funded by uh, our president personally and his wife, Bruce and Jackie Cook. So that's what we do at the foundation. And so it seemed a natural fit to bring local um, nonprofits together uh, because we're all about collaboration. And basically, uh, we were approached by a couple of nonprofits that asked us four years ago, did we, had we heard of Giving Tuesday? And we actually hadn't. Um, and that was Kathy Brooks of Lebowski Center and uh, uh, now Executive Director of Friends of the Shiawassee River, uh, Lorraine Austin. And they wondered if we would consider um, developing a program that they could work together under um, one umbrella, so to speak. And um, I don't know that we were called Raise Up Shiawassee that year, but then um, the idea was born through that collaboration. I think there was nine that year. And um, the Cook Family Foundation really does love to see everybody working together towards the same goal, not, you know, this one and this one all doing the same thing um, and feeling like they're competitors, but bringing them together. And so uh, it seemed to work really well. We thought it was very successful considering we started like, I don't know when it was October, mid-October or something. And this is typically, as Cindy said, the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And um, then the next year it just kept growing. Um, I 
I saw something on the national site about um, tell us what you did for Giving Tuesday. So I just threw a little two paragraph thing about what we did and they loved that um, that we started working together and that we were stealing their ideas. And so then they invited us to a summit, which happens every year. Um, typically this year, not uh, didn't because of the pandemic. And then um, we went to that summit and we're just blown away with the ideas that they had about collaboration in general, obviously towards the Giving Tuesday um, platform, but just things you could use in any sort of a, a project that you're all working together on. And it um, has just sort of grown from there. Um, last year, we brought in the United Way with Emily, um, Mara, and the United Way uh, platform. And she'll tell you more about that, I'm sure. Um, to kind of condense it all together, we had you know each nonprofit having different pages and us talk featuring different ones. And um, she really kind of brought it all together, which has really been great. Um, and of course, now I have forgotten the rest of your questions. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. That's a good summary. I think it's also a good segue over to Emily to talk a little bit about uh, what the United Way and uh, Shiawassee is doing and what um, and how you have collaborated with these other organizations as well and actually somewhat took charge with using your website and bringing people there. So talk a little bit more on your end on how this whole, I guess for 2020, it's been more year round than just one day. Absolutely. Thank you so much um, for having us here first and foremost, because you know, having a platform to be able to share the news is the most hard uh, to find. So this is a creative way for us to be able to share the message. Um, so United Way here in Shiawassee County, we actually merged with Genesee County um, about three years ago. So we were fortunate enough to be connected to now this powerhouse of a nonprofit, the United Way, through the water crisis in Genesee County. They've went through all of that and now between the pandemic and everything that's happened in 2020, we are stronger together, you know, Shiawassee and Genesee. And so that same message is relevant for the Raise Up Shiawassee platform. We really are stronger together and we are all in this together. And so it made sense for the United Way to step into this lane, um, if you will, and try to create, and we have created a collaborative website where all 25 nonprofits are listed, but only 23 of those nonprofits are raising funds. So the Cook Family Foundation is not raising funds right now, and the United Way also is not, because we only run workplace campaigns. So we really, we, we actually grant funding to, out of the 23 that are raising funds, 13 of them um, from that group. So uh, again, they need to be in the basic needs in the education sector, um, but there is a need across so many sectors within our nonprofits from our arts and culture to um, you know, our, our philanthropic water system and, and what we're looking at as far as the Shiawassee River. And I know that Yvette brought up Lorraine earlier and she's just been such an advocate for our community. And so I think bringing everybody together was a, a smart move on the Cook Family Foundation and on the community members who are the executive directors to say, we really need to be stronger. But us as individuals, you know, Kim is running a three person operation and they do so much. 
we look at the Lebowski Center, they're a two-person operation and they do so much. And they've been shut down and haven't been able to really do the great work that they do within our community. And so making sure that people are giving where they live. I know that you had asked earlier about the statistics about our community. A high percentage of our community, Shiawassee County is a cottage community. You know, we, people come here, they love to visit Shiawassee County, they love to live here, but they don't really work here. A lot of the higher paying jobs are in Lansing or in Flint or in Detroit area. So our focus this year and on the billboard is a give where you live campaign. And we really wanna focus on people giving back financially, but also giving back their time um, because we've realized that not everyone is in a state where we can financially give, but giving back as far as volunteering helps alleviate um, mental conditions as far as anxiety, um, stress. When you give back, you, you don't feel bad. You feel so great and you feel so positive. And so I'm very passionate about bringing everybody together and giving that one space. And I'm actually gonna try to do a screen share here um, to show you what this website looks like. So I'm hoping that everybody can see this here. Cool. Um, so when you go to raiseupshiawassee.org, you will be brought to the United Way website where all of the nonprofits are listed in alphabetical order. And it's really, again, a great spot to be able to not only donate, but also to volunteer. So if I wanted to find out about volunteer opportunities for the Friends of the Shiawassee River, I go to their portal and they actually have a page on the Shiawassee Serves website. So this is just creating such effective and efficient way of connecting people when we can't be connected, you know, when we have to virtually be connected. And that was really the driver behind Giving Tuesday was uh, an online portal for people to be able to to give back and to to learn about what opportunities there are to give back. So I just, I love what we do. I echo the sentiments of him that we are lucky to work together and we're lucky to have each other and to be able to bounce ideas off of and come up with these, these really effective ways of doing business. That's, I, I would Go love ahead, to Cindy. hear a little of the, the warm, Okay, I'd like to hear a little of the warm fuzzy, like what, a little bit about you, what brought you to your position, what makes you passionate about where you work, and maybe even a quick story of, um, you know, something that's touched you through your work there. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, I actually am a graduate of Michigan State University. I grew up in Owasso, um, and I graduated with a hospitality business degree. I moved down to Palm Beach, Florida upon graduating and worked with the top 1% of the world. And I worked at a five-star resort. I worked in a three Michelin star chef restaurant, a leading hotel of the world. And I've done so many event planning, um, project management type of positions that I've run. And I'm, my heart's racing because I'm thinking of March in probably 2013, I hosted over 480 events and I was a two person you know, office space. And that was just what was spe specifically going on at that moment. So in coming back to my community, um, I started my first company and said, I, I wanted to really help people be more efficient. I wanted to help people um, make the most impact possible and do the best that they can and, and do 
good work, you know, and positive work within their communities. And so my first company was a consulting company. My grandfather passed away in 2015. And so I moved back to Michigan in 2016. And I have always loved volunteering. I've always loved giving back. I have planned, uh, you know, the, the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival, which was really a big Feeding America and No Kid Hungry was their platform. And so I was always really passionate about those type of things. And when the United Way position of relationship specialist came up, Kathy Brooks, who we talk about from the Lebowski Center said, you'd be perfect for it. I said, no way. <laughs> I don't really think that that would be a, a good fit. And I, I waited a year and someone else had accepted this position in that meantime. Um, serendipitously, it didn't work out and I applied. Uh, Justin Horvath from the SCDP recommended that I apply and it's been a really good fit for me. And I just, I think now more than ever, our nonprofits have just risen to the occasion to service our most vulnerable populations. And that population just continues to grow. You know, it, it's not getting smaller, it's getting larger. So the need is greater. And that's why with us all working together, it's just a, a really nice synergistic group of people. That's awesome. That's a, that's a, you know, it's a great, great way to cap what we were just talking about. Now I've gone to quite a few things that you, your community has uh, really put forward. I especially um, enjoy the, uh, find your nonprofit soulmate. I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen and ever been a part of. And so um, I really appreciate everybody's time with this. This is, this is just a, you know, I wanted to bring you guys on because I've seen it firsthand what you guys put out for your community when it comes to Giving Tuesday and Raise Up Shiawassee and such a, it's another one of those creative outlets that we, we mentioned before. So thank you all for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on to the first one. This is the first Yay. one. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So like, like I said, I, I wish you a lot of luck. I, you know, and, um, and I think it's been great seeing how this has grown and what you guys have been able to do. So kudos to you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much for having us. No problem. Thank you for having us. And so that brings us to the end of the very first show, Cindy. What did you think? I think it's what? been great. I, I think, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting journey, just hearing how people are serving their communities, learning about different missions, and just sharing that warm fuzzy. It's all about the storytelling and, and hearing their mission. Absolutely. And for you guys out there, stay tuned. There's more coming, more mission control, more, more of listening and hearing folks' stories on how they've overcome obstacles, how they've advanced their, their communities, how they've really developed the organizations they've put their heart and soul in. So thanks for tuning in. Cindy and I will see you next time.